Hello, hello, one and all, and welcome back to Bronze Metal Podcast. This is Zach here speaking. We got Dougie Fresh across the way, throwing, uh, chewing tobacco. (laughs) (laughs) I just threw Kyle a bag of cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) So we got Dougie Fresh, and we got Kyle and Morgan Green on with us today. So we're stoked to have a a nice little, nice group combo going on. So... Yeah, so we'll a round table, a round table, if yeah. you will. <laughs> so, yeah, we were supposed to we were supposed to have a uh, guest on today. Then that fell through. And then we were supposed to have a guest on today. Then that fell through. So we were like, let's just let's just shoot the shit. So round table, round so table. You guys got me. Yes, yeah, so we got we got Morgan, killer drummer. So excited to have him on too. So, um, but yeah, gentlemen, what have we been listening to this week? The Ooh. Midnight and Gojira mm-hmm. and Darko. Yeah, it's a Darko in the Midnight for me, too. A little bit of Johnny Marr. Nice. Chris Stapleton. A little bit of country in there. Yeah. Y'all have been mentioning Midnight. I haven't checked them out yet, though. Missing out. You're sleeping, dude. I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm literally sleeping right now. <laughs> I'm literally asleep at this moment. <laughs> but, yeah. I, uh, who, who have I been listening to this week? Uh... How do I not even know that? Oh, I've been listening to some older stuff. I, there's like this old alternative band that I listened to from like 10 years ago called Dead Letter Circus. I've been listening oh, yeah, to them. Oh, yeah. Them. They're really good. They have yeah. like, I don't know, it, they're like this Australian band. And at the time that they came out, there were like a handful of other Australian bands who were like playing a style of music that for us here in the States was like 10 years ago from that right. time. But it's cool because then you just hear a resurgence of all these sounds and styles that you hadn't really heard in a while. And it's like, oh, thank God this is back. This is kind of nice. So, so yeah, yeah, for sure. Listen to some of them. Uh, and who who else? Who else was there? Probably Spirit Box and Limb Biscuit. <clears throat> if that wasn't in there, if you're going to that show, I'd be a little sad. <laughs> it actually wasn't. It'll. It's gonna be. That's gonna be the listening choice for for this week, though. No doubt. I've been I've been making sure too to steer clear of. Of any uh, like Limp Biscuit live videos or anything like that. I don't. Well, wanna... I've been watching like crazy. Yeah, the I'm only one that I have seen, <laughs> the only one that I have watched is their their new Dad Vibes song. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. See, yeah, I haven't checked that out yet. Actually, yeah. I forgot about. It's that. pretty dope, actually. Like, I'm not, <laughs> not gonna lie, I was about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it actually vibes. I didn't nice. think I would ever enjoy hearing Fred Durst again, but it was like <laughs> now that I haven't listened to it for like ten years, I'm like. I don't mind this. This is all right. <laughs> I love Limp Biscuit, dude. Dude, I I'll, do too. I own that shit right now. Dude, I, I still can't do Limp Biscuit. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're like I, 24 years old, dude. I don't blame yeah. anyone that can't do Limp Biscuit too. Like right. it is uh, it is such an easy band to not like. Yeah, okay. I mean it's well, like it's just, everybody sorry, loves to hate them. Yeah, well, I mean it's like I gotta give them respect because it's like I mean they've been successful for like 20 plus years or something like that now. Mm-hmm. But it's just I just can't get into it at all. You know what the funny thing is? I bet if they had a different vocalist, everybody be about him. I think Fred Durst is really the polarizing figure See, in that equation. Wes Borland is an insane guitar player. Yeah, I don't know if any of you guys have ever listened to any of his solo stuff. Oh, he's like, great. He's great. He's does. a crazy good guitar player. Really inventive. Yeah, uh, like their rhythm section. I, I don't know their names. The, Drummer they got and the John bass Otto player. on drums, and then DJ Lethal. But I actually, I'm gonna go ahead and disagree with you. I think I think Fred Durst is actually a huge reason for their success. He he is decent as a vocalist and whatever, but he is great as a publicity generator. That's true. Yeah. And he's a hell of a showman. Exactly. Yeah. So like, so like he's, you know, the guy that's rhyming, Limp Biscuit is right here with here again, you know, like not a creative lyricist by any stretch, but like he knows how to get people talking. He was able to do it in a time where, you know, you didn't have digital media where like you could, like find out about people in a in like a split second. He did it in a time yeah. where like they didn't have those tools, and now he's coming back doing something weird. And now with the like the power of technology at his disposal, he's like got headlining like articles on like CNN. You know, right. like not yep. not like we give a shit about CNN, but like just bigger big news sources like talking right. about Limp Biscuit, like some new metal band. You know, so 
So yeah, you know, I mean, you know you saw how it was there. dressed. Yeah, you know, dude, I, I'm about that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, that oh, mustache, man. dude. My yeah. man Fred over here. I love the horseshoe. And actually, it's so funny. There was a there was a meme that I saw where it essentially said this. It was it was just a picture of Fred Durst looking the way he does, and then Wes Borland next to him, and it said. I love how the Limp Biscuit dynamic or the Limp Biscuit fan base dynamic is such that people look at Fred and say he looks absolutely fucking insane and don't say a thing about Westboro. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, he's just been wearing outlandish costumes yeah. the whole time. Like, oh, that's, yeah, that's just, just him. That's Whatever. Just Westboro. Whatever. <laughs> just my boy West. <laughs> I just love that. It's so on the money. What have you been listening to, Morgan? Oh man, I found this band from Switzerland called Promethe. Before we get into this, these are all going to be obscure bands that nobody's ever heard of, but we need this segment. This oh, is yeah. great. <laughs> this is going to be good. Yeah, I dive yeah. it into the... Like, yeah. This is like the dark, like the just darkest reaches of the internet. Like the <laughs> corners, Morgan like, here is our source for the, the underground. Dude, heck yeah. yeah. Could use some, some underground stuff, so yeah. bring it on. Well, they're assigned to uh, Prosthetic Records, I think. Oh, okay, so mm. not, and, uh, not No, but they kind of have a Gojira vibe, but I don't know. It's They're really good. Uh, I think their album Convalescence is like A+, but Pretty they're about good. to come out with a new one. Yeah. Mm. I don't know what it's called yet, but... Yeah. What'd you think of the new Gojira? I liked it. it you know, it's kind of similar with every album. You got to give it a few listens before it really sinks in. Right. But Especially with prog music, too. Yeah, it's like there's just so much to pay attention to that it's like your first listen through just isn't going to do it. And your first listen, you you might even not like it at all because, like, it's something new and then it takes some time to, like, get adjusted to it and then you really learn to appreciate it i feel like that's the case a lot of times yeah probably just because it's like it's unfamiliar yeah your brain's just like whoa 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 <laughs> does not compute wait a minute <laughs> right well especially the case with gojira is like they still always sound like gojira but none of the records sound the same mm-hmm. yeah which is the it's genius like, of, jo- of gojira yeah it was like as soon as you get used to like one album, like you're jamming Villain Sauvage or Magma for a while. You're like, okay, like I'm into this now, like groove, like see what they're doing here. And mm. then next album, they're doing stuff that's similar, but yet totally different. Yeah. To keep the things that you know you dig and that your audience digs while like still being, you know, doing the right thing for yourself in like yeah. creating something different. Well, even just like. Yeah. Like in a Amazonia starts off with that jaw harp mm-hmm. little riff. It's like, yeah. what? Those are so <laughs> cool. <laughs> Those guys could do whatever they want. Yeah. It'll sound good. <clears throat> They've also been around a while that it's like, I don't know, you kind of, there's a threshold after which you've been around for so long and you've sustained for such a long duration that it's like, okay, no matter what creative direction we go, we'll be, we'll be okay. You know? Right. So. So get on them, like they're in that tools in that. Like I'm sure, I'm sure Meshuga could put out an acoustic album and people would be chill about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. With Thomas Hack as their main writer, their drummer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that would happen then. Or not. <laughs> no, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think they're working on a new album. Yeah, they've been sharing some like studio photos. So yeah, they're up to something. Yeah. Can't wait to see them in March. Seven seven months from now. Maybe they'll have a surprise new song. Yeah, I'd be about that. For the tour, that'd be so dope. They're going to play their new song, Dad Vibes. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's putting out Dad Vibes songs. (laughs) They come out and play Limp Biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is this? Yeah, surprise! Totally it's been like biscuit the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vocalist, the only thing he, he was missing was just the backwards red New York hat. Yeah. <laughs> James Kidman comes out and pulls a mask off. It's Fred Durst. <laughs> well, real raggy. <laughs> yeah. like the, the, the meme. Oops, that'd be that'd be crazy. That'd be so weird. Yeah. <laughs> What else you've been listening to? Is that it? No, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Crystal Lake and Power Trip lately. Mm-hmm. Crystal Lake is good, dude. Crystal Lake is sick. Do you guys know Power Trip? Power Trip, I think. 
Yeah, I've never heard of Power Trip. I've heard of them. Power Trip is so good. I really haven't gotten to check them out. I've been meaning to. Oh, man. You guys are missing out so uh, much. Their singer died last year, right? Yeah. Two years ago. It was only like 34 or something like that. that Yeah, I I don't know what the cause of death was. Mm -hmm. Riley Gale, I think, was his name. But yeah, also Incredible Showman. And you just come out. He's just like. We're fucking power trip from Texas, and you belong to us. <laughs> and they just start going. But the cool thing is that it's it's really good thrash, but they don't use any double bass. Oh, nice! And, I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, and so it like kind of keeps it interesting, but it's really really heavy. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's just a good time. Like you just hear like uh, the executioner's tax or axe or whatever the song is called, and you just instantly want to start moshing. You're just Dude, like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate that bit about like their drummer only doing single pedal. Like, I think it. I think that can be such a crutch for drummers is doing double pedal. Oh so yeah. When they when they opt to like just use single and maybe sub out like other toms or this or that. Yeah. I think that's really cool and I respect that a lot. Oh so, for sure. Yeah. So that's tight. Yeah. And you belong to us. <laughs> <laughs> that's so tight. Yeah. Yeah, but they're sick. Um... Spirit Box has been in the rotation pretty consistently mm-hmm. lately. They're just so good, too. Like so too good. good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean that. It's just. I have some buddies that are about to open for them in like a couple weeks, actually. Oh, oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Damn. I, like I, I saw the I saw the flyer. They're called American Bandit. I played a I played a show with them in uh, Milwaukee, like when I first started touring with Youth Forever, and. uh and yeah, they like just posted a tour flyer yesterday. I think it's falling in reverses headlining, then Spirit Boxes direct support, and then American Bandit right after that. And I'm like, I saw that. And I was like, dude, congrats, man! Way to go! <laughs> Heck yeah, yeah. That's sick. So that's one band I'm not interested in at all. Is falling, falling in, in reverse. reverse? Yeah, that's the one. Not one bit. That's the one that Ronnie Radke used to be in, right? Or Did he is, leave that, or is he still? No, he's in, still in it. Yeah. He's still in it. That's uh, he formed that after. Uh, Escape he got family. out of prison. Oh, no. gotcha. Yeah, I, I don't know his his whole. <laughs> what did he go to prison for? I don't even remember, honestly. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was in Escape the Fate. I don't know if it he got booted because he went to prison or got the boot before that. I think he got the boot before he went to prison. Then went to prison. Then uh, went back to falling in reverse after he got out. I think he started it before he went i don't know uh-huh. might might be wrong on that but somebody to correct me there but yeah he could have been like a little wayne just like producing from the from jail <laughs> right, right. <laughs> could have done that no problem but yeah i've never i've never he i know he's a huge deal i've never really been big into him or falling in reverse or anything like that that's what's weird is he is a huge <clears throat> deal but i have no idea why yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like the Kardashians. I think it's just because yeah, like, <laughs> he just like yeah, exactly yeah. yeah, falling in reverse, um, escape the fate were some of the first big like, like kind of emo, like scene core bands, right? Yeah, no, they that and yeah, just they just got their name out there. Like he kind of made himself a big deal. You know, they're like Fred Durst or yeah. uh, Chris Franzak mm-hmm. kind of deal. Like knew how to play the media game keep his name in there and yeah and uh, then, i don't know they they grew a pretty big fan base among that crowd yeah they really did and maybe maybe the jail helped maybe like the prison time helped him give him a little street cred and then more reason to be interested right <laughs> emo band <laughs> it can never hurt <laughs> oh shit watch out for those don't guys. come near me i'm gonna yeah, slit right. my wrists <laughs> yeah. don't do it i'll do it yeah i'll shoot myself shoot right my now don't even come near me don't even look at me is that what we're talking about street cred <laughs> yeah. one step closer i'm gonna slice my own wrist ronnie up. i don't think you get street cred i don't think you understand it no. <laughs> i don't think so that's funny i would uh yeah that guy doesn't have any street cred yeah just a pasty white yeah. tattooed emo boy that's mm, what he yeah what well, yeah. i think there was a big kind of a beef between him and a craig mabbit that took over in escape the fate yeah mm-hmm. for a while i think that kind of helped fuel the so, whole so yeah so the first thing. tour i went on 
or tour I went on. First show I went to with for Chelsea Grin. This one was like hanging out with Dave and stuff. Yeah. They were both on that bill. It was Escape the Fate and Falling in Reverse. Uh-huh. And it was called Bury the Hatchet Tour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that name was, if I remember right, in reference to, like, Craig and uh, Ronnie kind of mending things up and right. you know, burying the hatchet yeah. Right, yeah. between them. Yeah. But I, I'm not into Falling in Reverse at all. Yeah. I just not even think I've heard a song. You might have shown me one of like Radke's solo songs, maybe? Was that Yeah, I think I showed you Popular Monster, which started getting them like kind of exploding here again the last like year right. or so. Uh and it's Is that a solo song or is it falling no, in reverse? No, it's falling in reverse. Oh, okay. But uh I don't want to say it's objectively like a bad song or anything. I mean it's a emo rap like I don't think Ronnie's is a a bad vocalist per se but yeah it's just kind of cringy emo high school (laughs) lyrics to me a little bit (laughs) yeah that's where where it becomes a matter of like I don't know you gotta kind of advance past that lyrical stage I feel like where you're not talking about just angsty stuff at a certain point it's like you know, you're a you're an adult. <laughs> Talk about adult, right? <laughs> like, maybe I'm just a jaded old dad at this point. But you got yeah. like, some dude in his mid or late thirties talking about about you going to his therapist and yeah. Talk about uh, what? What's the lyric in that song? A therapist tries to tell me that I'm going through a stage. It's not a fucking stage. I just want to feel okay. Uh-huh. I was just like, I get where you're coming from, but. I feel like there's probably a more tactful way to say that. <laughs> yeah. It's also not like... if you're in an emo band, uh, there isn't... Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I guess. I don't know. It, maybe we're just not in the scene enough to really... Maybe we just don't ...be get about it. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you just, just don't out-of-touch old fogey over here. Yeah, I'm over here like saying, like, yeah, if you're going to talk about angsty stuff, talk about how you're upset with the amount you're paying in taxes. Imagine that in an emo song. <laughs> I know there's like a Franz and... Radke, uh, little feud there. Was there? Yeah. He oh, yeah. He was call out he, song. Yeah, yeah, call out one or two. Mm-hmm. I wonder right. how how much of that's like, like intentionally generated too to to like make bring publicity. Bring yeah to yeah. to make publicity, bring attention to them and whatnot. Yeah. I couldn't imagine being in like yeah, in such not a rappers, dude. You know, yeah. even then with rappers, it's like how much of that is for. Yeah, publicity, you know, mm. but uh, probably most of it. That's my these guess. Days. Yeah, to have to put up that kind of charade as part of your like your brand. Should you know? we find a podcast to fuse with? Yeah, <laughs> who do we want to? Who do we want to? Who do we want to? Yeah, who can we? Who can we fight with? What, what podcast can we? Can we fight with? Should we call out the Metal Injection podcast? Yeah. Hey, Metal Injection. Uh, uh, fuck you guys. Eat, 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 eat shit. <laughs> Let's start a feud. We'll all get famous. Let's see. Uh, there's a. Uh, yeah, but we'll, we'll start with that. <laughs> that's our call out. That's our hot yeah. take for yeah. the day. <laughs> I was telling them to maybe eat shit. Yeah, but <laughs> if we're gonna feud with metal injection, first we got to figure out what Corey Taylor thinks about that. Yeah, <laughs> actually, and speaking of Corey Taylor, dude, what a bummer! What a bummer! We all know about it. Just over the last week or so, Joey Jordison. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, so sad. That stung, dude. That like, that that really sucked. Yeah, pretty yeah. pretty shit. That was dude. not great news to start my day with. No, <laughs> no, man. Like that felt the same as when Alexi Leho died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> just man, <laughs> just fucking killer musician. He oh, was, yeah, he was like, I remember incredible. Yeah, he was, he was the first real application I had seen of like somebody just doing something extra with double pedals. And even though we were like, I was saying earlier, it's like cool when people can manage without it. If people can do something really cool with it, then I love that. And that's like a hundred percent what he was able to do. 
Dude was just fast as fuck. And yeah. I feel like double bass adds so much uh-huh. to music. It can, it can like, yeah. it can have its its place within it. And when you're doing something like what Joey Jorison did, then it's like absolutely called for. Because that guy, like, I don't know. I love the whole Slipknot sound, but I especially just loved like what he was doing underneath, like everything else that was that was happening. One of his like special points, I think, was like he was able to go really, really fast, but never lose the groove. Yeah, like they still had that groove, and you're just like, "Ooh, this is so good!" Yeah, just like how is he even playing that fast? Uh And then he's like upside down, and (laughs) dude, that's what kills me. Incredible showman. Knowing, like, knowing how much of of like drumming is having to deal in like rebound, you know, like physics, gravity in that case. If you're playing upside down and you're having to go fast you like lose a lot of what gives you the ability to go fast. So for him to be able to keep going fast when he's working against gravity, against physics and still doing it, it's like, what? Right. (laughs) So yeah. Not to mention like, like when you like, you know, really step on that double base, you like lean really forward to just kind of like get more weight over your legs, I guess, you know? And, Uh and like when you're having to sit with just like perfect posture, yeah, it's like that's all that. ankle pretty much. It's just insane. Yeah, that's nuts. So who came up with that? With a right, we're the, gonna put Joey. We're gonna strap this fucking guy to a drum set. Dude, it was probably Joey. Was spin <laughs> it probably was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like, coming coming from another and then drummer. Travis like, yeah, did it. I want to do that. I feel like <laughs> I feel like sweet. Travis Barker did it. Every too. drummer oh, yeah. wants to do that at some point. One hundred percent, dude. It's just it's just because like. It makes it makes sense on that instrument since you're like kind of like locked into a position anyways, like for the whole set. You want to move around like, a little bit, and it's like, yeah, you're like, dude, and 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 it's cool because then even if it gets flipped to like where the audience can see like your aerial perspective, like how fucking awesome is that? Where you right. can like show that off, like everyone's always just seeing the wall of drums in front of you, right. so like like let them into your cockpit is like. Has Mario Duplantier done that yet? I don't think he has. No. Not that I've seen. No. I don't think, I don't so. think he's interested. I, I really don't dude, think he cares to do that. I don't that. know. I think that dude's parts are too hard to even think about like what's going on. Uh-huh. And he still puts on an amazing show. I mean, yeah. he beats the crap out of his drums. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, who? Uh, what's his name also does it too? Uh, uh, ben, ben Gordon from Parkway Drive. I know he's got a camera yeah. set up too. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Those are probably easier to play than... Your average metal song, though, right? Parkway Drive. Parkway Drive is is not super technically involved. I don't like, think they want to be technical, dude. No, I think, I think they just want to go out there and play somewhat heavy shit and play have a some, good time. Some yeah. shark metal. Uh, shark metal. Just <laughs> <laughs> say, yeah, they're just a bunch of surfer dudes, right? From Australia, and you know, it, it pays off in the long run to not make your parts super hard. Right. Yeah, because you know that yeah. was something that Vinnie Paul was actually telling Mario was you need to start making your drum parts easier because the older you get, they're going to be more painful and harder to play. That's right. A good point, and uh, yeah. Yeah. in a recent interview, Mario was like, "Yeah, I should have listened." Yeah, to yeah him. like endurance. Over <laughs> the long term. Yeah, yeah. And also just the fact too, like you can still like go hard without having difficult parts. You know, so. So, like, to find that middle ground to where you, like, make an impact in a live setting, but you're not, like, blowing all your energy out, like, song two of a of a 20-song set or whatever. Right, right. So, yeah. Finding that nice balance is, is important. Yeah, lucky for, you know, luckily for uh, the rest of Gojira, you know, Mario is what makes that band, uh, band sound really intricate. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know? Right. Because his drum parts are insane. Right. Just rhythmically. Even if they're not the fastest thing, right. just the patterns that he's doing are just next level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the riffs aren't anything crazy. Right. They're really not. Come from a guitar player's perspective. Yeah. And so they're like they're playing with time signatures. Yeah. And that's kinda like that's kinda like where like Gojira and Parkway Drive would be kind of different. Because like Gojira has the technical drumming with rather basic guitar whereas like parkway drive has like pretty basic metalcore drumming but their guitarists shred pretty pretty good when it comes down to it at least, yeah, they at least can, from my perspective yeah they can pull out a pretty good riff yeah so yeah i think they're more concerned about live shows mm-hmm. yeah than anything else you know it's like they put on great shows that? 
You hearing that? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> but yeah, they're they're more concerned about like getting fucking wall of deaths going than Oh yeah. Big mosh pits and flames shooting out of the stage and that I think that's what they're concerned about. Yeah. Because those guys gotta be forty, right? Or almost. They gotta be close. They're getting probably really close to that. Yeah, probably like mid thirties, I'd imagine. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, yeah pretty uh, yeah, Parkway got their start pretty young. Yeah, really. They did. It's like a little mosquito pussing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like mosquitoes buzzing in your ear? No. No, I hate that. It really pisses me off. <laughs> hmm. But, yeah, I think that's all Parkway Drive is concerned about. Yeah. That- Were you telling me that the bass player didn't even... He used to play not even plugged in, right? <laughs> I think you told me that. Did I? Yeah, I think so. Or maybe it was Andrew. I don't remember. One of you guys. Yeah, told it might me be that. Andrew. That sounds yeah. like some. <laughs> some <laughs> I don't remember. It's like, it's in like their documentary. Dude, he I doesn't guess. even plug in, man. <laughs> <laughs> just, just use the recorded nah, bass track. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the best Andrew impression? Me, I feel like I got it. Yeah, probably. Let's probably. all, let's all, point. Let's all take you. a turn. Let's all try. <laughs> I I got mine. I got I got all y'all beat, and y'all have known him longer than me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, th- this is Andrew failing a kickflip at the skate park. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, Yeah, that that was pretty spot on. That that closes it out. (laughs) All right, Kyle, let's hear hear one. Oh, God. That's a classic Andrew quip. Dude, have you ever heard of Gogo Bordello? I only listen to Gypsy Jazz Punk these days. So but, crusty. Fuck it, dude. Life's a ride. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Try to think of one, dude. What is he? Let's see. Try to think when of he's it. in the area, we gotta get him on an episode. He'll just talk shit about every single band that we like. <laughs> right? <laughs> nah, dude, those guys are way too popular. They're weak, dude. They're so weak. <laughs> <laughs> dude, yeah, he he is like unintentionally because I don't think he means to be funny. No, <laughs> but when he is funny, it is. Fucking hilarious and so unintentional. Yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. He, fuck, dude. He yeah, he's funny. He'd probably want to go to the Meshuga show to see the who, who do you got? Who's opening for that? What Converge, right? Oh, dude, Converge yeah. is yeah. so sick. I I've never listened to Converge actually. Oh, never never listened. To that Did band. you get a ticket to that? No, we did, we got three tickets. Dude, I am so stoked for that. I'm going to lose my shit seeing that live. Oh, yeah. I'm going to pop We tried to get Andrew to play Magic the Gathering. Uh huh. And he bought some cards. And I think he played one game. He's like, dude, that's fucking stupid. I was like, do you like it? He goes, nah, dude, fuck that game. He's really good about like when there's something he's not into, just plainly saying, "Yeah, this yeah, is fucking he, stupid." Yeah, he doesn't waste any energy on. No, he, he doesn't want to. Yeah, not nah, like dude, oh no, it's that shit. not a big fan of it. It's it's not really my speed. Yeah, it's he just doesn't tiptoe around it at all. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's just, just like fuck that. Like, nah, yeah, fuck yeah, that. Fuck yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's. So I love funny. Andrew though, dude. <laughs> dude I want him. To, I want him to come on, but I don't, yeah. know, I don't even know where he is right now. He's in like Winter Park or something. Is he? He's back there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he went. He went to Idaho, and he's like, "Yeah, I thought there'd be way more fucking snow. It just fucking rains all the time. It's all pissed off." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm coming back." Why yeah, dip out of Colorado if you gotta? If you don't gotta, that is. So well, I think he went to get. I think he went to work somewhere up there, and then he's, yeah, then he's like, "Fuck this place. It sucks." And he moved back. <laughs> exactly what I expected to happen. Yep. Just without long of knowing him, you know, it's like. Funny guy, dude. That's funny. But I love him to death. He's <laughs> one of my favorite people. He's fucking hilarious. Unintentionally hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
What? So have you been drumming recently? You yeah. still like you playing with Kyle? Uh yeah. Yeah, we actually had a uh, practice two days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was yeah, that? Friday night. It was all right. It was all right. For uh, being it was like two month break. Yeah, pretty close to two months between practicing. Yeah, because usually I'm gone working events and then I was up in Alaska and then Right. You know. Just got you back, back on the events thing? Yeah, um, like week after next, so like the fifteenth through the twenty first. Gotcha. And then I think there's a week break, and I think we're going up to Canada for like nice. two or three weeks. Dude, that's tight. And then just kind of staying on the West Coast for a while, but it'll be nice because the West Coast it's like a week or two on, and then you got a week or two off, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. it's just kind of like that till almost Christmas. But the last four races are going to be fun. So we're going to New Orleans and then Tampa, and then we have like two weeks off, and then I think we're going to might be Orlando. I think it's Orlando, and then uh, Miami South. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and then we're gonna do like a little like Christmas party down in the Keys. Dude, that's nice. So there you go. That'll be fun. No snow. That sounds pretty good. Oh, yeah. dude! But then I have like a month or two off, so I'm just gonna go snowboard like every day. <laughs> Hell yeah! There that's awesome. That's so dope. Yeah, it sounds <clears throat> fun. Won't be bad. <laughs> I also love that you two, like, you drum and you play guitar, and mm-hmm. that y'all, like, work together on that. I just think that's awesome. I've said it on the podcast before. I think it's really cool when there's, like, sibling, like, collaborations. Like, you get that with, like, uh, with like every time I die or Gojira, like we're mentioning here. So yep. yeah. I just, like... Pantera. Things, things come easier when you're when you're siblings, right? Like I, that's I I, I think there's just like a different level of understanding because I think music <laughs> is such like a personal like voice that you have. Yeah. That like I don't know, with somebody who knows you really well, it's like, you know, just better communication if that makes sense between yeah. the instruments. Yeah. There's just kind of like an added level to it. That's one of the reasons I think Pantera was so good. Mm-hmm. Or like decapitated out of Poland. Like <laughs> incredible yeah and there's even like even aside from like the level of rapport and communication there's also the fact that like when you get to when you're in a position like a like a like a sibling kind of connection or like you know siblings and like being cool with each other instead of siblings that are on the outs like yeah you don't even have to communicate certain things you kind of like just know it instinctually so like if he plays something and need something along with it you like without even really even needing to communicate it it's like oh i i know based on the style and based on him as a dude like what he wants for it you know yeah yeah, yeah and like oh you can just kind of read each other better because it's like we both grew up playing music together yeah uh-huh. and so it's like we've gone through you know the black metal stage and the death metal and then the whole gent thing yeah together and then you know now it's more just kind of Kind of funky oriented, kind of yeah, just just kind of having fun with it instead yeah, of trying to make it uh, the best or the craziest thing. It's just fun. Totally hear that. You know? It's just fun to make stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's really, uh, just getting creative and coming up with something. So yeah, I yeah. hear that loud and clear. <clears throat> but funky, so not like not like metal. Like no, like I mean funky. yeah, funky. just or kinda, like metal funky. Uh no, not really. We're just playing like a whole bunch of different stuff right yeah. now. It's kind of like a bunch of covers, so like you know, like the Police and uh, Biffy Clyro, Rise mm-hmm. Against, uh, AFI, nice, a little bit of Blink One Eighty Two, pretty reckless, yeah, pretty, pretty good mix of stuff. Yeah, it's <laughs> a it's a good little little thing. And so when we start making original stuff, uh, I think it'll be really cool. Like at practice, we kind of just bust it out on this random little funk groove for like. A few minutes, uh-huh. yeah, and it was it was just a total jam sesh. Yeah, like I, I couldn't even really it, tell what was going on. It, super, it didn't end <laughs> in a well, in a blast beat and a it didn't end in chords. a yeah. It didn't yeah. Have a so that, that was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It actually ended like a song would. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey, we're getting better. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look at that. Or or we're just restraining ourselves because I still just want to play blast beats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we used to joke about that all the time. We were growing up jamming. If we had, like before, we really kind of learned to communicate between each other a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I'd start playing something like unintentionally in like seven, eight, or nine, sixteen, some stupid yeah. time signature, <laughs> and he's just sitting there like, 
what the fuck we kind of fall out of just look at each other and then just instant like black metal for a minute yeah <laughs> that's like just, that's like the reset yeah <laughs> just okay now we're good all right now let's get back after it yeah. <laughs> that's so funny just yeah. straight black. i want to hear a song that's just nothing but blast beats trying to i mean that's like just you any, will never be any, one of us by nails Nails. No. You guys listen to Nails? Or just uh, I've heard of Nails. Dude, nails. Listen, listen to so Emperor's good. first album. Mm-hmm. Emperor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Emperor's sick though. Not not the remastered version though. This <laughs> uh, find the original. You version. want the shit? The shit original. Yeah, blog. you got to get the original shit production. God, they, <laughs> they put so much reverb on it. You can't tell what the fuck's going on. <laughs> I think that was reverb. like half the point. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Nah. Well, yeah. put black wizards at uh, people dawn know that we suck. <laughs> yeah with dawn, black wizards dawn of the black wizards or something like i don't know that. it had black wizards in it i know it yeah. had black wizards that sounds tight that's <laughs> all <laughs> <laughs> i do remember it having like a good groove at the beginning though and then it just loses you mm. just in a sea right. of reverb i wonder how many more people would actually get into black metal if it weren't for the intentionally shit production <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, the, the probably a lot well like the the tricky thing with finding a good like black metal band is like like there's so much stuff like uh i remember i would find a band and i'd be like oh these guys are cool and you know they'd have like you know 13 views on youtube i was like oh this is sick <laughs> i'll do a little research into the band it's like a total neo-nazi group i'm like fuck these guys and then move on to the next one <laughs> morgan would always ask kyle and i'd be like Yo, dude, you guys heard of this band? And we'd be like, no. Like, <laughs> then we'd go search it out, and there'd literally be like 60 views on yeah. YouTube. And it's like, there huh, you have it. Wonder why yeah. we never heard of Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, check it's it like, out. how do you yeah. find this? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just spent a bunch of time you on YouTube, dude. I'd find like a song. I'm like, cool. And then suggestion bars. I'm like, I've never heard of these guys. Let's oh, try yeah, it just out. go down and die. Try it out. Suggestion bar. We did that for like three hours last week. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to do. Started looking up like the coconut crab, and then we ended up getting led to Amelia Earhart being eaten by coconut crab conspiracy theory. <laughs> and then that's when we, we gotta go to bed, dude. Last one. All roads point back to uh, Shrek is Love. <laughs> all of them. Don't watch that. All video. deep dives go directly back in time to Shrek is Love. <laughs> they all, they all Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't. It's fucking bad shit. I'm telling everybody that's listening to this podcast, don't fucking watch that. You want yeah, Shrek Ruin for no. you for the rest of your life? Watch it. Watch it. If not, don't watch it. Just watch it. Don't watch it. Yeah. Just watch it. <laughs> heard in the same hushed breaths as Rubber Johnny. Shrek is love. Rubber Johnny? You mean like Apex Twin? Yeah. Dude, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that one. Dude, Apex Comes to Daddy was fucking insane like such a good song yeah i still remember the first time i watched that video i was like what in the fuck is going on yeah (laughs) have you You never seen anything that weird before? salad fingers was crazy yeah Yeah. did you ever watch that dude yeah but not by choice (laughs) kyle would find this stuff he's like guys watch this (laughs) that's like if i have to watch this you do too (laughs) yeah it's super weird do you ever watch dog of man oh yeah by david firth oh yeah anything that dude i never watched that one now there, so it's all weird shit, but it's like I think it's super creative. Yeah, it's like you just make this green. Nobody knows what it is. Creature thing wandering a nuclear wasteland, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> totally alone, <laughs> playing with finger puppets, and cooking you. kids, and, and, and rusty spoons. rusty spoons, <laughs> yeah. taps. Yeah, the, hello, yeah. Hubert Cumberdale. Did you ever see Thank the for coming to my party today? today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, did you ever see the family learning channel video where it's like my spoon is too big? No. 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 <laughs> it's the it's the, it's called the family learning channel. <laughs> Nothing family related about it. Nothing to learn about it. <laughs> it, it is just crazy shit. Jersey burnt face man. No, I don't think no. So. that shit is funny, dude. Like this. <laughs> It's this superhero with a burnt face, and he has like zero 
powers, dude. Like, it's hilarious. <laughs> and he shows up, and this baby's, like, falling off a building building for some reason. And he's, this mom's like, help, help, my baby is falling over there. And he goes, don't worry, I'll save her. And then he, like, squints, and he tries to catch her with, like, laser vision or something. <laughs> that baby just smacks the ground, just blows apart like a watermelon. Oh he goes, actually, I don't have that power. And he's like, actually, I don't have many powers. And then he just flies off, and that's the end of the clip, dude. Like, it's just, I thought it was hilarious. It's just oh, that's funny. Burnt face, man. It's just like, who the fuck? Who's coming up with that? Right. It might have been the same guy, but I don't remember. I, I don't have many powers. Yeah, and he just flies off. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me think of Captain Hindsight from South Park, where it's like, doesn't do anything, but just tells people how they could have avoided it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Captain Hindsight. Yeah. Nice work. <laughs> Jesus, dude. I don't, I don't know where people come up with some of these things, but I'm glad I love they it. do. Those yeah. like earlier YouTube days were like great in terms of people just having absolute unfiltered creativity of like whatever crazy ideas they had. Right. Yeah. Do you ever see the Pokemon battle one? No. Yeah. Dude, you saw that, right? Maybe. With uh, it's like Bulbasaur or Ivysaur and Pikachu. I don't and, know if I uh, have. He's like, use your smash with. Your thunder lightning and then he like hits the ivy sword in the knee and he's like oh fuck my knee and then, he's like, oh, hey. then pikachu's going uh, uh hey man i'm sorry he's like fuck you dude <laughs> he's all pissed off about it he's like laying there at the end of it. he's like my fucking knee <laughs> and he gets on his owner he's like you're feeding me fucking poffins he's like we need nourishment he's like we need some fucking Toros meat. <laughs> it's all pissed off. Good video, dude. Check that out. It's, I'll show you. It's oh, pretty good. Me. Some weird... Yeah, dude. Like, There's a lot of weird stuff on YouTube back in the day, and I feel like... Oh, yeah. I feel like now it, everything's just a bunch of streamers. Yeah. Yeah. Like people looking to make money. It's yeah. streams and reactions. Right. There's so many reactions. Yeah. It's insane. Nick Nocturnal has the best reactions, though. Yeah. Mm, I dig him, yeah. I want him to come he on the podcast. He just seems cool as a dude, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool to get Nick on. I like some of his other formats, too. Like, when he's, like, looking at, like, top top ten songs or whatever, it's, like... And then he'll do some where he changes up, like, you know, puts them in the style of metal or gent yeah. or whatever. Uh, <clears throat> the metal cool. guitarist tries learning mm. whatever. The, yeah. Those ones are pretty funny. Yeah. Though The one he did with Math Rock was fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> He watched that Buried Alive video. He's like, I'm going to be a streamer forever. <laughs> He's yeah. like, God damn it. <laughs> Dude, Buried Alive is insane. Yeah, that guy's... I never really Charles gave them Caswell. much time, but like after after y'all started kind of playing them more, I was like, holy fuck, dude, this guy's insane. Dude's nuts. He's yeah. way too good. So good that Nick Nocturnal just went, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dude that can like learn a song and five minutes like have a freaking cover of it out like an hour after the song drops <laughs> i wish i had like well i wish i had any sort of guitar skills but i wish i had guitar skills to be able to like or i guess music skills to be able to like listen to something dissect it and then like reproduce it in a new way that like swiftly you know right like, that's crazy like, that's got such a, a such a cool he's gotta skill. have a hell of an ear yeah it blows my mind I don't even have the music theory part of it down. Right. I don't know notes. La 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 la. Do re mi fa sol la ti do. Do re mi fa sol la ti do. Yeah, I, I don't have that ability. That's for sure. Yeah. Pretty. You gotta be pretty talented to do that. It's just like it's my my perception of it is like having good like like spatial spatial thinking skills to where like you're on the fly able to know like the intervals between notes and what yeah. kind of aligns with it like within that which is a very difficult thing to do like in the moment be like okay <clears throat> based on the scale I'm playing and it becomes muscle memory or natural in time but like when you're first figuring it out it's like having to distinguish those spaces in between notes otherwise you're going to end up sounding like shit that's just crazy to me it's like so much to process in like 
no time. No time at all. Oh, yeah. So, I commend anybody that gets that theory stuff. I don't understand <clears throat> guitar playing at all. Uh-huh. Like, I've tried it. Can't do it. Yeah. It's just like, right hand picks a string, and then the left hand just fucking wandering all over the place. Like, how do you know where to set your shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It doesn't make sense. The coordination mine is crazy. It really is. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how you guys do that shit. It's yeah. <laughs> Lots of practice and loss of social life for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that, that, yeah. That's definitely a key ingredient is the, <laughs> the lack of social life when trying to figure out any, <laughs> any instrument technically. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, pretty crazy, man. Mm. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I'm just going to pick this up and do a quick little lick. And if I look at a guitar, I'm like, I don't know what any of that means. Like, I have no idea. I just always want to start tapping when I get on a guitar. That's all I know how to do. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. Definitely can't even do that. So, <laughs> you got me beat. I used to be, like, okay. I played for, like, maybe four years, and then sold my guitar to get my first drum set of my own. Okay. Uh, I really should have just hung on to it and then, like, saved up more money and got the drum set and still had the guitar. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was just really challenging for me. I, like, never... Music theory never really clicked for me until, like, more recent years, like, within the last few years. So, I don't know. Just a lot of wasted time trying to figure it out. Never could. Never could. Well, yeah, it's not easy. No. No, dude, like, if you understand that, you know what's going on. You know, it's just, I don't know, blows me away. Yeah. Yeah, theory's never been my strong suit. I've tried to teach myself a couple times. I Oh, you don't know they, theory? Uh-uh. That's that's impressive. No, I came from, like, a little bit of a piano background, so mm. I like, had, like, kind of a visual reference for the, like, steps of a scale yeah. a little bit. But that's about it. Yeah. Other than that, I just plugged in, had a couple of tab books, and just started riffing. Started trying to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. To not know theory and still be able to shred like that. It's fucking cool. <laughs> I think just being able to shred like that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> change a fucking set of gu- uh, guitar strings is pretty cool. <laughs> I, I like the way you change those guitar strings. That's fucking tight. <laughs> that's pretty sick. Oh, that's no literally way. tight. This motherfucker knows what's going on. <laughs> he is in. He's at the top of the game here. Yeah. yeah. That's way cooler than changing out drum heads. That's for sure. If you can change guitar strings, you can play anything. <laughs> you are a god king. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the new metric. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he can change guitar strings. Oh, I he bet must he change the shit out. He must know. It's <laughs> like Joe Satriani Jr. over there <laughs> changing guitar. Look at him. <laughs> and then oh. tuning it with just your ears. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I, yeah. I have shit hearing. That's so just a time do. thing. Like you, you tune it so many times, like you you get a pretty good reference for what the note should sound like. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think uh, I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. <laughs> <laughs> we saw that chord buddy thing on oh, YouTube. God. I was like, how the fuck does that teach you how to play guitar? It's like you just set it on there and press one button, and it presses all the strings huh. for the chords. Oh, is it like a like an actual mechanism? That yeah, could, do you see I that? I think I've ad? seen those before. Yeah. yeah. It's like, how does that... Because they're like, learn guitar. I was like, that's not learning anything. You're it's just, like, no, you're pushing a button. That doesn't right, get you any sort of... Not even building calluses on yeah. your tips of your fingers, <laughs> dude. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's... I don't yeah, know how that a little... It's a cool concept, I guess, if you just want to play, like, one country song. <laughs> but, yeah, know. pretty much. Yeah. Other than that, it's like... Bust out Wonderwall at a campfire, and that's about it. Right. Yeah. Probably get eaten by a bear afterwards. <laughs> well, yeah, it's only The right. bear's like... The bear's like... Is that fucking Oasis? Now I gotta gotta leave these guys. Fuck these guys. I was gonna leave them alone, but fuck it. I was gonna mind my business, but nope, I can't have this. Not in my woods. Bear shows up, starts talking. Listen, guys, I was sleeping, 
and you weren't being too loud. And then I heard Oasis come on, and now we got issues. We got yeah. problems. <laughs> now, now I got to eat somebody. So, so who, who's first? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gonna eat you alive for playing Oasis. <laughs> I actually like some Oasis songs, but I don't think I've ever listened. I don't to think Oasis. a bear would. If I had to put a, you know, if I what had do you guess? What do you think bears would listen to for the most part? I'd imagine probably Ben Howard. I'd I'd imagine Slaughter to prevail, but just because of their last video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I think bears are more mellow than if it's a grizzly. Probably listen to Slaughter Prevail. If it's like a black bear, dude, like, I don't know. Black bears are more gnarly than grizzlies. Really? No way. Yeah, dude. I thought black bears were like were not, like the bitches. Well, of- not here. They're not. No, oh, they're man. not. No, no. So like, I mean. No, you really want to be up and close with the bear anyway. Yeah, one way or like, the other. I mean, I've been charged by grizzlies, and that's not super fun. I've got a bear at my house. But, uh, oh, dude, just like leave a little cap full of bleach or whatever it's trying to get into. It'll smell the bleach, it'll burn its nose, and it'll just screw right off. Mm-hmm. You won't have to deal with it again. I'm um, saying I have a pet bear but, at my house, oh, a black bear. Oh, you have a pet black bear? Yeah. yeah. You haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen your pet black bear. You're, you, live in, you live in Russia? Pet bear. I just slipped down the street. Uh, yeah, but no, uh, like black bears, you actually have to fight. Yeah, if they come after you, a grizzly, you just play dead. It'll beat you up for a little while, mm-hmm. and then it like sits down and like watches you to make sure that you're like you're like actually dead. Yeah. Uh, and then it'll just kind of leave you alone. Yeah. After um, it beats you up, oh, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, well, they'll like stomp the on you. That's crazy. Which is, yeah, well, I mean, they're like a twelve hundred pound animal. That's just like, terrifying. Boom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you don't have much of a chance after that. Uh, I mean, it's it's pretty like chill to avoid them though, because their their paths through stuff is really obvious and they're territorial. So as long as you stay off their trails, yeah, and stuff like if you find a set of tracks, just go the opposite direction of the tracks, mm-hmm. and it's fine. Last year when I was up in Alaska, there were so many bears on our island that it was like I would just go everywhere by kayak instead of walking. Yeah. Because, like, it just wasn't safe to even go walk in the woods. That's crazy. Yeah. And we called, uh, we ended up calling the Forest Service and we're like, can you guys come and, like, trank these bears and move them to a different spot on the island? And they told us no because there's just so many bears everywhere on the island that it wouldn't even matter. Yeah, like, wouldn't it's make not a gonna difference. Help yeah. anything? Well, and you're gonna get two bears pitting each, you know against each other. So yeah, you don't want to drop some other bear off at you know like some other spot on the island. Mm-hmm. Imagine like that's like somebody tranking somebody and then dropping them off at your doorstep. And it's like, <laughs> guess your problem now. It's like what? Like, yeah. <laughs> You don't know who this guy is. Right. And that bear starts showing teeth way easier than we do. Yeah. 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 I just think of the Revenant. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I would. Video games did you carry people. a gun? Yeah, I mean, if I was walking, I would just carry around a thirty thirty. So you want a gauge. See, I'd want a four fifty four Casul, dude. Oh, a thirty thirty will waste the bear, though. Not a grizzly. Yeah, it will. 100%. <laughs> a thirty thirty. Yeah. All right, we're going to go back It's there. a great we're bush gun, man, because, like, the barrel doesn't sit really above your shoulder, and so it's not getting caught on all the branches and stuff if you're really going right. through heavy, heavy bush. Yeah, I've got a lever action, forty five seventy. Yeah. I'd probably take that over a thirty thirty against a bear. But. Yeah. I mean, most of the time with the bear, you just shoot by it, and it'll... Kind of turn around, run away, run off yeah, freak most of the off. time. Yeah, or if you have like a like a good dog around, dogs can actually like really end up hurting you in a bear situation though, because they'll go and mess with the bear, mm-hmm. and then it's trying Agitate. to chase the dog. The dog comes back to you to protect it, and then the bear just comes after you. Yeah, yeah. you can't run as fast as your dog. Yeah, so my pug could take a bear. <laughs> yeah, beat it, beat it, keep it alive. I've seen like a 15 year old cocker spaniel go after a grizzly. That's so and funny. That, that yeah. was funny. Which, like, I mean, the bear almost got him, but he's just like leaps off the porch, like ears flying everywhere. Just like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> the bear's like, the hell is this thing? <laughs> the, the audacity. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, what? Get out of here. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, I'm going for some berries. <laughs> I always fuck with people. I'm like, you know, three pugs can take a bear. <laughs> and they go, what? 
I'm like, yeah, dude, two on the ears and one on the tail. <laughs> yeah. They go, are you serious? I'm like, fuck no, I'm not serious. <laughs> they're, three, they're pugs, dude. They We're talking about a bear. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. But people buy into that, dude. They're like, really? I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, two on the ears, one on the tail. Really? Fuck no. Fuck no. <laughs> That's a that's a snack for a grizzly bear. That, dude. That's a recipe for three dead pugs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. It's like a, for bears, it's like those little Ben and Jerry's cookie dough bites. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right. Hundred percent, dude. Yeah. <laughs> People buy it though every time. I swear. Yeah, they're, they're like, no fucking way, dude. Like, you yeah, just, you're right. Yeah. Exact. No fucking way. Because <laughs> you just go. Psh, Slap them and fucking fly a hundred yards, dude. Yeah, four. I'd like to watch a grizzly like eat some salmon, dude. Yeah, from far away. They're <laughs> like, why am I trying to catch this fish when I got this dude watching me on shore? Let's go eat him. You know, it's actually the opposite though, because if they're really? just kind of hanging out, getting food, like, and they're they're already full, like, they're not going to spend the energy to come after you. Yeah, like they're not even hungry. If they're already getting salmon, just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. If they were like, if they were like short on food, then it'd probably be a different story. Versus them like, being, yeah, they're the, in a good position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then grizzlies are by. metal as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are metal as fuck. Should we start? We should start doing our metal like, as fuck animal of the week. So yeah. this week, grizzlies. Like ask the guests and shit. They come on. Like, what's the most metal animal to you? Yeah. Well. What what other metal animals are there? Dude, crocodiles. Snails. Uh, snails are pretty metal. Pangolins are fucking metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These guys are metal as fuck. Armadillos. Yeah, because they got fucking. They got. They got armor, armor. dude. Bronze armor. <laughs> right. Dude, you can get Arm really like this animal is metal. Here's the genre it corresponds with. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Coconut crabs are metal as fuck. So those things will pick you clean, dude. They eat bones, don't they? I think so. They're just yeah. scavengers. Yeah, dude. They're big. There's like that nature is metal Instagram. That's the best Instagram it's account. It's crazy. Some of the sh- dude, the ones that wig me out the most are like when you see a frog that gets like. Uh, like infected by a by like some sort of parasite. Yeah, and like then a it's wasp. like and then it's like growing out of their body. Yeah, and like, yeah. like some some Last of Us stuff oh, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's insane. Crazy. The cordyceps virus, like that yeah, fungus, yeah. that's like real shit, dude. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like just imagine like getting like like latched onto you, and then just like your body being like built out. And then just like controlled by something else entirely. Have right. you right. seen that parasite that? Uh, it like goes inside a fish's mouth, eats their tongue, replaces itself as the fish's tongue. Yeah, I and saw. And then that. just eats whatever it's trying to eat uh-huh. in the water and starves out the fish. God, it's so crazy. <laughs> Dude, that's nuts. That shit's insane, man. It's just so insane. Have you yeah. seen the the wasps that lay eggs and like spiders yeah, and tarantula yeah. hawks? No. Yeah. What's what's that one? They like the tarantula saw- hawk. Uh huh. So it's called just like jumps on like just lands on that thing's back. Plants some eggs, yeah, and then the eggs like use that to basically live on, right? Basically, yeah. yeah so it'll it'll get its stinger under there, jab the the tarantula, and paralyze it, then mm. lay eggs inside it, and the thing's just a host. It gets eaten alive from the inside oh by the wasp larva. See, that's metal as fuck. That shit's crazy. Dude, the world of insects is so much gnarlier than what mammals have to deal with. Yeah. Not that mammals don't have to deal with a lot, but insects are just nuts. Imagine just being (laughs) a tarantula or like something and then that thing comes along and you're like, "Mm, ow. And then like, like, okay, I'll be alright. And then you just start Bursting open one day and little like little wasps come flying at you. Like, yeah, no thanks, dude. Some straight up, yeah. aliens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nature is so body horror. Like, yeah. in a lot of ways, so yeah. very body horror. Oh yeah. Like we we as humans have like have it so easy compared to like anything else that could happen to like any other living thing out there. Right. Oh yeah. Just the sh- like we have the cushiest lives. Oh yeah. <laughs> Got. Got bugs, raid, you know, like, got water, easy, 
food easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything's easy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the medalist as fuck. Having things easy. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to go ahead and call it time for today. It's fun talking metal, talking nature that's metal, talking other things non-metal. Andrew McFarlane impressions. Andrew yeah. McFarlane impressions. <laughs> expressions. <laughs> and expressions. But on that note, we're going to leave you all. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll look forward to seeing you again next week. And until next time, this has been Bronze Metal Podcast. <laughs>